Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. It is mid-afternoon on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. A day of nothing but twos. Very unique. But we're not here to talk about that uniqueness. We're here to fill you in on the latest on the Ukraine war report. This is the fourth war report that we are bringing to you. I want to thank John Schaefer for giving you the latest before 12 o'clock today, and I expect him to bring you one more report um, here on our podcast channel, which will be transferred later this evening to our iRadio channel. According to Steve Luckner from Agenda Free TV, who's been keeping us informed, um, developments are worsening over in Ukraine and with Russia. President Putin went to his parliament, the higher level parliament, and got permission to use military force outside of Russia. That was approved today. Um, The embassy and the consulates of Russia um, throughout Ukraine uh, are in evacuation mode right now. And um, as typical with pre-war preparations, uh, by the Russians and uh, you'll see this if you ever watch the movie 13 Days um, with Kevin Costner the Russians before an attack um, are burning papers burning documents burning classified documents so they are engaged in that um, there are some uh, rocket reports, rocket launches from occupied eastern Ukraine um into other parts of Ukraine, so things are not looking good. President Biden today had a two o'clock address to the nation, which got bumped to one o'clock and then did not take off until after 2.15 this afternoon. So without further ado, I want to prioritize this podcast alert to President Biden Um, in what his sanction plans are going to be and have been assigned and um, our assistance to NATO. Here is President Biden, um, the audio copied from USA Today, posted on YouTube. Try to make up your mind, huh? Well, good afternoon. Yesterday, Vladimir Putin recognized two regions of Ukraine as independent states. And he bizarrely asserted that these regions are no longer part of Ukraine and their sovereign territory. To put it simply, Russia just announced that it is carving out a big chunk of Ukraine. Last night, Putin authorized Russian forces to deploy into the region, these regions. Today, he asserted that these regions are actually extend deeper than the two areas he recognized, claiming large areas currently under the jurisdiction of the Ukraine government. He's setting up a rationale to take more territory by force, in my view. And if we listened to his speech last night, and many of you did, I know, he's, uh, he's setting up a rationale to go much further. This is the beginning of a Russian invasion of Ukraine, as he indicated and asked permission to be able to do from his Duma. So let's begin to uh, So I'm going to begin to impose sanctions in response far beyond the steps we and our allies and partners implemented in 2014. 
and false flag events along the line of contact in the Donbas. Dramatically staged, conveniently on-camera meeting of Putin's Security Council to grandstand for the Russian public. And now, political provocation of recognizing sovereign Ukrainian territory as so-called independent re republics in clear violation, again, of international law. President Putin has sought authorization from the Russian parliament to use military force outside of Russian territory. And this set the stage for further pretexts of further provocations by Russia to try to justify further military action. None of us, none of us should be fooled. None of us will be fooled. There is no justification. Further Russian assault in Ukraine remains a severe threat in the days ahead. And if Russia proceeds, it is Russia and Russia alone that bears the responsibility. As we respond, my administration is using every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers from rising prices at the pump. As I said last week, defending freedom will have cost for us as well and here at home. We need to be honest about that. But as we will do but as we do this, I'm going to take robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at the Russian economy, not ours. We're closely monitoring energy supplies for any disruption. We're executing a plan in coordination with major oil-producing consumers and producers toward a collective investment to secure stability in global energy supplies. This will be — this will blunt gas prices. I want to limit the pain to the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. In the last few days, I've been in constant contact with European leaders including with Ukrainian President Zelensky. Vice President Harris met in person with the leaders in Germany over the weekend in, at the Munich conference, including President Zelensky. At every step, we have shown the United States and our allies and partners are working in unison, which he hasn't been counting on, Mr. Putin. We're united in our support of Ukraine. We are united in our opposition to Russian aggression. And we're united in our resolve to defend our NATO alliance. And we're united in our understanding of the urgency and seriousness of the threat Russia is making to global peace and stability. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history, going back more than a century, as he waxed eloquently, noting that — well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lengthy remarks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue on European security in the year 2022. He directly attacked Ukraine's right to exist. He indirectly threatened territorial formerly held by Russia, including nations that today are thriving democracies and members of NATO. He explicitly threatened war unless his extreme demands were met. And there is no question that Russia is the aggressor. So we're clear-eyed about the challenges we're facing. Nonetheless, there is still time to avert the worst-case scenario that will bring untold suffering to millions of people if they move as suggested. The United States and our allies and partners remain open to diplomacy, if it is serious. When all is said and done, we're going to judge Russia by its actions, not its words. And whatever Russia does next, we're ready to respond with unity, clarity, and conviction. We'll probably have more to say about this as we 
If it moves on, I'm hoping diplomacy is still available. Thank you all very much. All right, that was President Biden in the two o'clock hour today delivering his decision on the first round of sanctions to be levied against Russia in response to what happened yesterday and what appears to be going on today with additional sanctions to be levied as developments warrant. Um, also pledging to move some troops to the Baltic area, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, um, to give them some peace of mind and to show uh, solidarity and strength um, should Russia go even more dirty um, and also saying we don't want to have war uh, with Russia. That was also said on Friday, by the way. And so um, this is a development, developing situation. Please stay tuned for further war updates. Uh, this is the war report number four. On other news, to be aware of, the Armand Arbery case has finally been settled once and for all. Um, and so I'm sure you're going to be definitely hearing about that um, in passing or in, in sideline news on other uh, media sources. Um, but those books have, have been taken care of. Um, so... We will bring you any latest on that um, as we get developments, um, as well as other news in our News to Go program tomorrow morning. So until then, please stay tuned here and on our uh, iRadio channel for more developments. Stay tuned for very frequent bulletins as they become available and through Agenda Free TV and wherever else we need on our Facebook and Twitter page. Please join it and Michiana on Twitter. We now return to iRadio programming and conclude the war podcast number four. <laughs>